Welcome to the Disney View Podcast. Dave is a dreamer and an engineer. He's a one-time cast member, and he's been to Disney World literally hundreds of times. Listen in as he talks about one of his favorite things, the Walt Disney World Resort in Orlando, and occasionally beyond the Orlando theme park. And now, here's your host. Please stand clear of the podcaster. Por favor, manténganse alejado del David. Hey everyone, it's Dave. Welcome to part three of my tour around the Walt Disney World Resort and doing all four parks in one day. It's sort of like being along with me the way I've taken this on and made it into three podcasts. It's a lot of fun. I'm having a great time touring around the parks, but I want to give you some more so that I can give you as much audio as I possibly can. So join me for part three as I continue my tour around all four parks in a single day. So as luck would have it, I was heading over on the monorail from the uh, Transportation and Ticket Center, and I could see on the spur line, Monorail Orange was waiting there to uh, switch onto the line. And I thought I might have a chance of actually seeing the switch happen. And so as soon as I got off the monorail, I ran down to where the switch is. It's between the entrance to the Magic Kingdom and the Contemporary Hotel. And sure enough, they'd already made the switch to move it on, and uh, they were getting ready to move Monorail Orange onto the line. So I got a little video of of Monorail Orange moving on, and then um, the switch moving back. So I'll put that on YouTube. You guys can see it. It's actually very cool. The whole operation is a rather amazing thing that they're able to do. Uh, it's, it's pretty incredible because they're moving concrete. And uh, to be honest with you, I had never actually seen it before. But uh, this time I got a chance to actually see it. I just got lucky enough to be at the right place at the right time when they had already kind of uh, shut down the line to uh, make the switch. So what happened was my train was the last one that pulled into the uh, Magic Kingdom entrance. And they just stop that train there, and then they hold the entire line that's on that side, on that part of the loop. And then they switch on the new train, and uh, everybody stopped. But what's interesting is the other line, the, the uh, resort loop, which is going the other direction, that's not impacted by the switch, it continues to run. So while, we were, while Monorail Orange was switching on, Monorail Blue went past us. It was really pretty cool. It was one of those things that you see and you go, wow, I've never actually seen that before. That was really, really neat and well worth the time that I spent looking at it. Um, so I'll put that, like I said, I'll put that on YouTube. I'll, set, I'll put a link to it. Just one of those rather neat things that happens. So I see lots of people looking around for their stones in the walk around the world. I see a few managers around helping some people. And uh, in case you're wondering, I never did find the stone that belonged to my grandparents. Just uh, for whatever reason, we couldn't find it. We don't, we're not sure who uh, put it in. Uh, we're not sure. We think we know what it said on it. Uh, but we can't find it anywhere. We, we had them check the spreadsheet several times. They have a spreadsheet they use. We had them look at a couple of different things, and it just never got found. Um, so that's too bad. But I, I believe that it's here somewhere, but with the thousands of them that uh, are around, it seems like it's going to be an impossible task to actually find it. So that's unfortunate, but that's the way life is sometimes. We just know that it's here, and it has a special significance, and it's out there somewhere. This is the one park that always brings out the little kid in me every time I go in. Thank you. 
and mix it up. City Hall is being refurbished, it looks like. I'm sorry, the, uh, the old bank is being refurbished at the end of Main Street here. Package pickup place, essentially. It also looks like the um, hat shop and the other ones at the diagonal across from Main Street are also being refurbished at this point. So let's take that ride on Snow White now. This is not my favorite attraction in the whole wide world, but hey, you know, since it's going away, it's probably worth riding at least one more time. Queen's looking down at her. Oh no! Snow White is the fairest one of all.
Yes, no. 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 I believe you moved about six inches over. So I'm gonna. Who's your supervisor? I'll go find him. I did actually. See, I, I tell. I'm just saying. I'm failing at my job. I know. What's up with that? Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> it was a wheelchair group. They All right. Me off. All right. That'll throw you off. That's okay. They needed my help. All right. Well, in that case, it's you know, it's fair game. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> and my only excuse was a wheelchair group. Hey, if I could provide a little entertainment for night tonight, you know, thank take your you. job just. Just, just that much, I know, but... Hey guys, keep coming out this way. You learned well. I've done this about six times now. Oh, we got to go out Have a good night. You too. See ya. Okay, it's hard to fault the company for being uh, on top of their game and, you know, trying to sell more things and, you know, get people more engaged and get people coming back. And, you know, they raise the ticket prices. Okay. They raise the hotel rates. Okay. They provide, you know, they start providing higher-end experiences for a little more money. Okay. You know, all this stuff kind of happens. But one of the things that's driving me crazy is the ubiquitous um, uh, Disney Vacation Club kiosks you see everywhere now. They're in every theme park. They're in every corner. They're in all the uh, non non uh, theme park areas. They even have brochures in the in the uh, hotel. It's uh, it's kind of crazy. It just almost it feels like such a commercial and such a sales pitch. It's kind of driving me nuts. I mean, I respect it. I know what they're trying to do. I get it, but it just makes me kind of crazy. Anyway, that's just my opinion about it. It's uh, one of those things. You know, as long as they continue to plus the experience and give me something that I can enjoy, then I'm going to be okay with it. Uh, you know, they can boost the price up a little bit. They can do some different things, and I'll live. It'll be fine. But uh, it's just kind of a shame that it has to work out like that you know, continuously, uh, that they have to keep raising prices and making change, you know, so, uh, subtle changes to the uh, structure and things. Anyway, that's my take. Okay, the technology that uh, runs the magic, the memories in you, absolutely outstanding and incredible. Just the way they've set it up and the things they're able to do with the light showing on the castle like that, that's amazing.
also heard some people talking about the fact that they changed the rope bridge that used to go from uh, the uh, main street over to Adventureland to a uh, flat bridge. And they're right. I mean, it's still a wooden bridge, but it's a flat bridge and it's not a rope bridge. It's not as much fun anymore. What's up with that? Okay, I've told you in the past, one of my favorites was the uh, strawberry swirl they used to have over in Fantasyland at what's now the, um, it used to be the Friar's Nook, and I really enjoyed that. I, I liked the uh, strawberry swirl. It was um, middle of soft serve and strawberry ice cream, or strawberry uh, flush, and they stopped serving it. It was disappointing, and uh, I never was a fan of the Dole Whip. didn't dislike it. was never really a fan, and uh, now there's the orange slush that's over at um, the Enchanted Grove now that the orange bird is back. And it's an orange um, slush and vanilla ice cream, and it is yum. Mmm, that's really good. Enjoying that thoroughly. Mm -mm -mm. Can't beat it. So hearing the uh, Wishes theme song and uh, remembering some of the commercials that I've seen from Disney lately, like, there are only so many toothless grins, you need to get here as soon as you can, seems to be the, th the thrust of the commercial. Bothers me just a little bit. I, um, I'm a big fan, obviously. I like to come. I like to enjoy myself. I like to take it in. But what I don't like is having it forced upon me. Let me just enjoy it for what it is. A, um, a group that was getting on the People Mover in uh, the Magic Kingdom, and they were on there, and we were in line to get in, get on the People Mover as well. You know, a longish line for the for the attraction, but it's continuously moving, so it never lasts very long. Anyway, this group got on. And we were kind of underneath them, so we could see, and they stood up when the ride started, and they were taking pictures and whatever, and they were cheering for somebody. And they were being generally obnoxious, and so they stopped the ride for a second. They told people to sit down, and uh, they sat back down. And restarted the ride. They went on about another maybe five feet. And they started standing up again. And so they stopped the ride again. And they warned them again. And uh, some guy in line in front of me starts shouting up to the guy up there, Hey, what's your problem, buddy? Just stay seated. You know, we all want to ride the ride. And the guy up, up there goes, What's your problem? And the guy up in the, in the top, he seemed to me like one of these guys, just my perception of him, he seemed like one of these guys who thinks he's entitled, right? Hey, I can do whatever I want. This, you know, I paid my money and I can do what I want. And he starts flipping off the guy below him. And they start getting into a little bit of war of the words. Then they stop. Then I see security come up and they shut down the ride. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be good. So we weren't able to ride the ride at that point. And on the subject of the people mover, it was kind of interesting while we were there. Several times the people mover had stopped and it was closed. I think the first time because of the incident. Second time I really couldn't tell you why. Though I did see security walking up to it. So I think there may have been another incident. But uh, I was making a joke with the cast member who was there. I kept, I was calling it the People Stopper. He goes, yeah, 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 that's what it is today. So late in the day, we did finally get a chance to ride the People Mover. And one of the interesting things I noticed was the, the diorama of uh, Walt Disney's vision of the future that's uh, along there and that used to be called the Metro Retro Historical Society or something. That display is really looking kind of sad. Some of the cloth that's on the back walls is tearing down, so it's actually got these little gaps in it. Uh, there's some dust that's collected on some, of the pr on some of the display in there as well. You can see some dust and some cobwebs that have started to uh, collect. And it's really kind of sad. I really hope that they bring that back up to speed. I mean, it's a really kind of a nice historical piece. Glad they have it on display, but I hope they take good care of it.
all the way down? Yep, go all the way down. You see the
Gentlemen, boys and girls, and welcome to Contemporary. The regular exit will be to the right once you exit the monorail. If you do require an elevator, that'll be towards the middle of the train. This is Disney's Contemporary Resort. If you're exiting, please gather your belongings. Watch your head and step. That takes more. Children by the hand. If there are guests waiting to board, Please move across your car to make room for everyone, and kindly offer available seating to those needing special assistance. If you're standing, please hold on to the handrails and stay clear of the door. They will be closing in a moment. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, as you board, please continue moving across your car to make room for everyone, and kindly offer available seating to those needing special assistance. If you're standing, please hold on to the handrails and stay clear of the doors. The monorail will depart momentarily. If you've just joined us, welcome aboard. For those of you standing, please hold on to the handrails throughout our journey and stay clear of the doors. For the comfort of others, no smoking, please. Our next stop will be the Transportation and Ticket Center, which includes Magic Kingdom car and bus parking. To the right is the Disney-created Seven Seas Lagoon. To the left is Bay Lake. Nestled on the shores of Bay Lake are Disney's Wilderness Lodge and Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground. Ladies and gentlemen, we are approaching the Transportation and Ticket Center, which includes Magic Kingdom car and bus parking. If you're traveling to Epcot, please exit here and follow the overhead directional sign. Separate bus transportation is provided to Disney's Animal Kingdom and Disney's Hollywood Studios. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're standing, please hold on to the handrails and stay clear of the doors until the monorail stops and the doors open. If this concludes your visit to the Walt Disney World Resort, we hope you've had a wonderful time and return home safely. This is the Transportation and Ticket Center. Our next stop is Disney's Polynesian Resort, with continuing service to Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa and the Magic Kingdom. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please gather your belongings, watch your head and step as you exit, and take small children by the hand. Once again, if you're traveling to Epcot, Disney's Animal Kingdom, Disney's Hollywood Studios or Magic Kingdom car and bus parking. I thought it was interesting on the ride back from the Magic Kingdom to the Transportation and Ticket Center, I took the resort loop because I was just curious if there was a little bit more dialogue that happened on the, on the loop. And sure enough, there was. And I found that kind of interesting that maybe the one monorail wasn't playing the full loop or maybe the express monorail doesn't have as much in the loop. I'm not sure. But uh, I don't like the guy who's doing it currently. His voice is a little more dull and it just doesn't have that same oomph. He doesn't really present the monorail in the same way as the last two voices that they had do it. Plus, of course, Jack Wagner, who was a legend anyway. But anyway, I uh, just thought it was a little different, and um, you know, maybe they'll be revising it again soon. And there goes the monorail. And that ends my uh, trip into Disney World for my four day, my four parks in one day. And uh, that time was 11 hours about, starting at about 9 o'clock when I went to Kazuna. 
and then working my way around the parks. Uh, would I recommend it? Mm, maybe not. It's, uh, it's grueling, really. I mean, I know I took an hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes off to just go to the hotel, but it's grueling to go around to all four parks uh, if you're really, you know, pushing yourself to go to all the parks. And it was a hot day today and uh, tried to get to everything as much as I could. I got to see a bunch of attractions that I wanted to see. Um, got to hang out and, you know, do some fun things and got to see the monorail switch and some other interesting things that I haven't seen before. So it was well worth my time. I'm glad I did it. I don't know that I want to do it again. I mean, I really enjoyed it. Next time, I think I'll do something else and uh, take a different approach to it. Got a little guy over there who's a little upset about something. Probably just very tired, just like me. But at least I'm not screaming. But I could start any minute. That'd be okay, too. Um, <laughs> so that is, uh, that's, that's my day. And it was, um, it really was a good time. I had some fun doing it. And, uh, you know, next time I'll bring you some other audio from uh, other parts of the trip, other things that I did. But I did want to try and do this. I had never really pushed myself to do all four, even though the last time I was here, I went to all four parks and went to, um, did because of the two for the scavenger hunt, and then uh, went to dinner at Epcot and then went back to the Magic Kingdom to ride the Haunted Mansion. But I'd never quite done this where it was really just a comprehensive, just do the parks and wander around and see anything I want to see. I, it was exciting. I'll give it that. I mean, you know, it's uh, it was a long day, but uh, totally thrilling to be able to do it. And I had a little fun interacting with the cast members and giving them a little sass once in a while. Hey, they were giving me some too, so it's all good because I was a solo traveler. With a smile on my face, so there you go. And now it's uh, time to get on the tram and head back to the parking lot. Head back. Children in the middle, adults and teens to the outside, strollers emptied and folded. This is a hero's tram only, Aladdin, Simba, and Peter Pan yep, only. Yep. All rows. Yep, that's not me then. Lower I'm in the wrong one. funny because I got used to the, over the course of 40 years, I got used to the parking lot the way it was and knowing the way the lot was laid out by the different characters. And now they've changed it to uh, the heroes and villains and I'll be honest, I'm a little confused by it now. I'm not exactly sure how it lays out. The numbering stayed the same, but uh, who's what and where's what is a little different. The numbering didn't even stay the same, so it makes it that much harder because it's not clear uh, what uh, what's what exactly. But that's okay, I'll work it out eventually. So I did a quick calculation and estimate that I traveled more than 10 miles walking uh, as I visited the four parks. That's a truly incredible number and I didn't realize it at the time, just how amazing that was. I mean, it's no wonder my feet were so tired at the end of the time, uh, traveling 10 miles, just walking around, because I did the walk back and forth between Epcot and uh, the studios, and then, of course, uh, toured around several of the uh, forests and most of the area over at the Animal Kingdom, and then uh, was able to walk around the Magic Kingdom a fair amount as well, too. So uh, pretty amazing just uh, how it went and how remarkable that was, and that was all over the course of uh, about, uh, well, I started about 9 o'clock in the morning and ended about 11 o'clock at night, so about uh, 14 hours in total. It's a pretty amazing thing to have done, and 
Uh, would I recommend it? Well, only if you really feel like you want to try it sometime and really experience it. It was, it was something, and I've already told a couple of people that, uh, that I did it, and they go, oh my God, why would you do that? <laughs> was it crazy? Was it just ridiculous? Wow. You know, and it really was. It was totally ridiculous to do it. But it was just one of those things. I mean, after we had done the uh, scavenger hunt last year and wound up going to all four parks, I thought to myself, you know, this would be kind of cool to actually do as an event where I actually go to all four parks, try to get to a couple of attractions or shows in each one of the parks, and do something that was demonstrative of having been there. So I did that, and I feel pretty good about it. And it was an experience that I'll remember for a lifetime. Well, that is my podcast for this week. I hope you've enjoyed it. And remember, if we can dream it, we really can do it. Bye now. Thank you for tuning in to the Disney View Podcast. Show notes can be found on DisneyWorldPodcast.net. Looking to do some travel planning? Want to find an authorized Disney vacation planner? You should visit Destinations in Florida. Original music you hear in this podcast is courtesy of Sound On Music. You can find his music at ReverbNation.com slash SoundA. Our thanks also go to Doug for his continued contributions to the show. You can find links to other great Disney podcasts, as well as the latest Twitter feed and the Disney Buzz on DisneyPodcast.net. And don't forget to check out Dave's iPhone apps. There's a Hidden Mickeys app for finding and sharing Hidden Mickeys at all of the Disney parks around the world. There's also an app designed especially for pin traders. You can keep track of all your pins and your wish lists. Please be generous with your time or a donation to Autism Speaks. We do hope that you've enjoyed your visit and that you drive home safely. Show number... 122.